Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Chulahoma. Would be a little weird. Mm, Brulahoma, though. No, nah, it works. It works. It actually works. So, wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Remember, when you order from Strange Brew Coffee House, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Just the same way you do whenever you do business with our friends at Pip Printing and Signs. Whatever it is you need to do to promote your business, be it marketing materials, signage, whatever is going to get people in the door for you, PIP Printing and Science can handle all of that for you with professional service, 30 years in the business. They are Bulldog-owned and operated. But best of all, when you call PIP Printing and you say, hey, I want I to do business with you guys. I heard about you on Thunder and Lightning. They will give 10% of that sale right back to the Bulldog Initiative. That is a great deal on money you are already spending. If you are a business owner, you already spend money on printing. Now you're going to be able to spend money and help out Mississippi State Athletics at the same time. With one phone call to my friend Camden Baker at Pitt Printing and Signs, 601-499-5216. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. We, we did get a uh, a request, by the way, to do all of our uh, ads in the voice of Andy Gibb. I don't know if I want to do it. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there though that maybe every now and then we, we you know we we do that. I'm not saying I'm going to do it right here. I'm not doing. It. I'm not, I'm not saying it's coming right this second. I'm just. How not... deep is your love? College corner to locations, thereby Fleet Feet in Ridgeland. Yeah. Selling you clothes that are all maroon and white. It's at collegecornerstore.com. That was Cartman. It was. I, I, I was mixing my metaphors there, but you get the point. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant, the place to go for lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch, if you want the best meal in town. If you if you don't want the best meal in town, you don't have to go there. But if you do want the best meal in town, you don't you gotta go to Restaurant Tyler. And it's just that simple. For lunch, they have the best blue plate in the city of Starkville. Great selection of meat and veggies, cornbread. It's just the typical the typical southern lunch, but it's as best as good as anybody's doing it here in the state of Mississippi. Get over there this week to Restaurant Tyler. Priority One Bank, there are 16 locations throughout central Mississippi. And if you're tired of doing business with a cold corporate bank that you know doesn't, doesn't know you from any of their other customers and doesn't have any kind of relationship with you, if you want to do bank business 
with a bank that's going to treat you the way you want to be treated, but still give you all those incredible financial options that a big bank gives you, well, we've got you covered with Priority One. Go to their website, PriorityOneBank.com. Find out more about them. Find the location near you and open an account that's going to serve you and your family for years to come. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Today is February the 26th, as we're listening, Robbie. I am wearing shorts. Feels great outside. It's incredible. I can't, I like, I can't believe it. And I actually have the fan on here in the office. I'm scared to see what happens next. It's coming. There's a it's going to be like a, this is either going to be a tornado or it's going to be a weekend where there's home baseball too. It's going to, it's going to be just frigid, frigid. Yes. I I just, just, you know, middle, middle of like, like not the first weekend, right? Not the weekend of the LSU series. Then the next weekend they're on the road. So the weekend after that, I'm 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 calling it now. Cold snap. Well, we've I, had forties. Yeah, we've had SEC weekends mm-hmm. where it was so really cold. cold. Yeah, that's that's happening. So just mark it down in your calendar. That that's when it's going to be. But today we're not getting away scot free. I'm I'm wearing. I I got some new shorts too. So these these are super comfortable. Very happy. Nice. Very happy. Congrats. A uh, little off the, uh, the 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 pace this week. We're doing the rumblings today. I, I try, but it just I know it, I hate not having preview of Mississippi State and uh, and Kentucky. I tried to reach out to a couple of Kentucky guys. Like not, I, they're traveling. They're all going to be here tomorrow, so they they weren't able to join us today. Uh, but we'll have plenty of talk on Sports Talk Mississippi about it. So you can always check us out there. Let's just jump into the rumblings though, and uh, just get right after it here. What, what, uh, maybe maybe have here we go. Our first question today comes to us from Tyler Hunt, who is I think this is a new 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 rumbler. I've no, I don't remember a Tyler Hunt. So welcome, Tyler Paul Hunt. Yeah, very. I like the name. It's very. Uh, I like this guy. His Twitter bio is uh, chocolate. It's not. It's not Ole Miss. It's, it's no. not Ole Miss esque, is it? No, Tyler no. Tyler Paul. Well, I mean, I say that, but he's obviously a state fan though. So. Uh, also, like I said in his Twitter bio, it says chocolate chip cookie enthusiast. So, I mean, this yes. seems like a cool guy. All right, here we go. Rank the follow. And his first question to us is going to create debate. Uh, rank the following chicken chains Slim Chickens, Raisin Canes, Chick fil A, Popeyes, and Zaxby's. Before we do anything else, Robbie, I think you and I can agree Slim Chickens is dead last. Out of these, yes. Yeah. Slim Chickens, fried chicken tenders are not good. Their grilled chicken tenders are okay, they're pretty good. But their wings are okay. Chicken. Yes, the wings are good, but their fried chicken tenders are awful. So we they're last. They're locked in. Popeyes is number one. Thank you. Very good. Um, and it like it to me like menu options do matter too. Right. This is the only, that's the only place on this list where you can get actual fried chicken, not just tenders. Yes. Plus the sides are amazing. The yes. mashed potatoes. The the I know you like the rice. Dirty rice. Yeah. Their mac and cheese is good too. Good. Yeah. So that's number one. I think they have the best sandwich too. I think their sandwich is better than Chick Fil A. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Chick Fil A is number two for me. I can live service. With I, I do love the chicken too. It's number two for me, and then I'm gonna go raisin canes. Even though th- this this is this kind of uh, disregards my point about the menu items because raisin cane is only oh, like boy. one thing. Yeah. But. That's my favorite chicken tender. Yeah. So I can live with that. That's gonna be number three. Zaxby's four. Okay. Some chicken spot. Well, how I'm gonna rank them is basically the same. I'm gonna say Popeyes one, Chick Fil A two, Zaxby's and Raisin Cane's tied for third because they're the exact same thing. No, and they're not. Slim Chicken's four. That is a different tasting chicken tender. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like Zaxby's too, but yeah. I, I do not want people to think you you're you are starting to run business away from raising canes because people think it's Zaxby's. That's good. There are no, it's not. LSU supporters. We need them out. That is true. They're putting millions in LSU's NIL. Well, I don't think they're going anywhere. I know they're not. They're not. So also from Tyler, if you had to relocate MSU to another town in Mississippi, which would it be and why? My answer's gonna hurt mm. some feelings. Oxford? No, no. <laughs> well, yeah, the, uh, yeah, close Ole Miss. <laughs> Just move state there. Yes. No, I'd close Southern and move state there. I'd move to Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Yeah. I would uh, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. South Mississippi. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That's where I'm going. What about you? You got a better a Meridian would be another option. Well, it would have been one of the choices way back when was Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So that I mean that would be my choice. If you could if we could go back in time. Yeah. And in the 1800s. Well, I think it's a good location. I, I really well, do. Well, it's fine, yeah. But I'm just, no, I mean, like, where, where we are right now, mm-hmm. central north-central Mississippi, I think is a really good location. I, I would rather be further south. I would rather be, have the distance. That way, you know, State and Ole Miss, are, they're, 100, they're less than 100 miles apart. I want some distance. Yeah, but here's the thing. Just looking at Mississippi State in a vacuum, you are not that far from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You're not that far from uh, Nashville. Yeah. You're still not that far from Louisiana. That's that's the thing, though. If you're in Hattiesburg, with my theory, I'm I'm less than an hour. I'm an hour from the coast, and I'm like an hour and like to maybe two hours tops from to New Orleans. Right now, I mean, you said Nashville, and you're right. It's not that far, but it is it is a four hour drive. It's a three hour drive to Memphis. It's a two hour drive to Birmingham. I'd rather be closer to New Orleans than Birmingham. I feel like that's a better selling point. To who? LSU? The students. LSU people? No, the students. Like if you they're, had, they're going to LSU no matter what. No, I'm not worried about LSU. I'm not worried about Louisiana. I'm worried about South Mississippi. I think Mississippi State having... Then why did you mention New Orleans? Because you're... Because that was part of your... Nashville. You're saying it's close to Nashville. I'd rather be close to New Orleans. I'd rather be an hour and a half, hour and 45 to New Orleans than four hours to Nashville. Okay, well, say that you would like that for your own personal benefit, not for no, the that's school's what I'm, benefit. That's something that you They're going to LSU students. anyway. No, I'm, not talking, I'm just saying, like, if you go to Mississippi State, you're only an hour and a half from New Orleans if you want to go to New Orleans for the weekend. As opposed to, like, now if you go to Mississippi yeah, State, I'm talking about what benefits five-hour drive. I'm, I'm talking about what benefits Mississippi State more. I think You're talking about what you want as, like, a person that goes to school there. That Well, that's what benefits Mississippi State more is getting students. I would venture to guess that there's there's a lot more students probably coming from the state of Tennessee to Mississippi State than there is from the state of Louisiana. Yeah, maybe. I'm just talking about you have. I have, so many I have a very good idea. You have such a large LSU presence on the south on the, in South Mississippi. If Mississippi State was down there instead of USM, I think that would be lessened. Maybe I just don't think it's gonna move the needle that much. Okay. Well, but I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed answer. to it. I wouldn't be opposed to being in Hasburg. I love Hasburg. Uh, Hasburg's great, yeah. Uh, Dalton Lee asks, if State comes to Memphis for the NCAA tournament, would y'all be interested in going to Cantonese-style dim sum? Basically, they push around steamed dumplings and carts on the weekend. I know I pitched this to Joel and Brian last time. My answer is, Dalton, I would be very interested. Unfortunately, I will not be in the state of Mississippi for the NCAA tournament, so the first round. So I cannot make it. 
If Robbie wants to go, though, by all means. Where are you going? I'm going to Denver. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. The Windy City. Gorgeous. Yeah, I won't I won't be around for that. I wish uh, I was going. Yeah. Pat and Paris. How bad do I feel? Do I feel? Me, Brian. Brian. Yes. Feel. Considering my first interview with Selman, I clearly stated he was in a good spot and wouldn't have to make any hires in the near future. Am I the problem? I did do that. My first interview, I was like, yeah, you know, you just got a football coach who's less than a year in. You got two basketball coaches on their second season, and your your baseball coach just won a national title. You shouldn't have to make any changes anytime soon. Whoops. I'm not the problem, though. I'm not. It's the it's the people in right field. <laughs> They're the problem. They're the reason the football coach got fired. <laughs> Gosh, dog. Um, will the change be made before SEC play, during SEC play, or postseason? It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I mean, if they start off zero and nine in conference play, I mean, at that point, what are you doing? You know. Yeah, I think it just depends on just how bad it gets. Game, like if it's at the point where you. You're just dead. Like the team, it kind of like how they were after the uh, was it Arkansas series when they last it was year right yeah. around that's right around the time they fired Foxhall. It's just like yeah. they yeah. were so dead. Like they they had no life in them. That's when you do it. Uh, hey, look, when it's in the middle this of season. week, Robbie. If they lose a couple games this week, it could be now. Yeah, there. I will say. I mean, there's been a lot of chatter that I haven't been able to confirm. There's a lot of people talking about you know like the. They were on the fence, whatever. I haven't been able to confirm that. But mm-hmm. I think it really picks up when it gets close to time to happening. That's when it gets louder. That's yeah. when people – you start hearing it louder and louder. And I, I'll just say, like, I just – unless something drastically turns around, I think we all kind of see where this is headed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, also from Patton, is Vi- Tony Vitello the clear number one? I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I don't think he's in. I don't think he'd come here. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he'd be interested. Because so. here's the thing, like, I, and I, I understand the line of thinking from state fans. Like, you have the best stadium in the country. You can pay a lot of money. You have facilities and all that stuff. With that comes the expectations and and things like that. And um, you know, I'm not saying he'd be scared of expectations, but. He hasn't made at Tennessee right now. He's getting paid well. He's going to continue to get people investing in that. They're about to build a new stadium. They basically look at him like a god. Like he is looked at as like the savior of their baseball program. He's made it relevant. They did not care about baseball until he got there. So he's still playing in the same league. He's got a machine kind of right now as far as recruiting and developing and things like that. There's really no reason for him to leave from the spot he's in right now. And it's it's very difficult to pull sitting head coaches on this level to another team on the same level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've seen that. And we saw it, you know, after John Cohen left, you had a baseball guy that knew the sport and was as well-connected as anybody in the sport and John Cohen, and or after Andy Canzero, I guess. And he was able to get a guy that was kind of just okay in the Big Ten. So it's it's not it's not always easy. Agreed, agreed. And the, and the guy you got before that was the, an assistant coach. Yeah. 
Uh, Graham Yateman asks, if basketball would have lost on Wednesday, it would have been a historically bad sports day. Between Arsenal losing in the final minute and state baseball, it would have been too much. Can you think of a bad sports day for y'all where the losses piled up? I've got one. If you give me a second, I, I tweeted about it. Let me see if I can find it. That would have been an all-timer the other night. Yeah. Losing to Austin P, followed by losing to Ole Miss and getting swept in the series. That would have been rough. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it here. How are you doing while I'm while I'm looking? I'm good. I, w- I want to thank uh, – uh, I was going to thank uh, our friend Will Stanford, who just messaged me and said he's left us a brew at Ford oh, hey. at uh, Strange Brew. That's very nice. Listener of the show. I don't know if I'm, I apologize, Will, if you didn't want your name out there for that, but I do want to give you a shout out and tell you thank you so much for that. Yeah. So on April 1st, 2018, I'm sure you remember the day. That is the day Mississippi State lost in the national title game to Notre Dame. Oh. I also, uh, Chelsea lost that day, the Giants lost that day, and the Lakers lost that day. That was a bad day. Every team I cheered for, I I guess baseball must have won without looking. I I don't know. but I can't remember who they played that day. I remember the day of of the national championship the year before, State was playing Ole Miss. That was the weekend that State swept Ole Miss in 17. Yeah. All right, so April 1st, 2018. And of course, they got off to a slow start that year. Remember, that was that was the, the year they, they ended up going to the World Series. April 1st, they didn't play. They played a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series with LSU in Baton Rouge. And uh, they lost on Saturday, but didn't play on the 1st. So, there you go. I will never, I will never forget that um, the, the game against Notre Dame – and Vic came to like a gathering at the hotel before the game and gave like a pregame speech to the crowd, mm-hmm. and it was slammed like two thousand people in this room. And he got up there and he said, "Today, there will be no April Fools. Oh. We're going to win a national championship." And that- the place exploded, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is crazy!" Yeah, and uh, they were up like. 15 points and lost. They had it, yeah. It was April Fool's. Mississippi State sports is April Fool's. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Steve Mormon asked, last week you talked about who you'd like to play in the TNL movie. Why do you need an out there actor to play the master after you've already started in a commercial with LL Cool J? And did you get his autograph? I don't think this guy looks anything like me. Uh, yeah, he does kind of look like you, Brian. Does he? Yeah, he does. He's got like, like the beard that's like more goatee than beard. He's not well, dark complected, uh, Brian. I, I'm I've I've got the picture up, and your video is is side by side with it, and it, it does look like you. I I regret I like to inform that. you. I don't like that one bit. Don't like it. It's just a negative connotation, yeah. and you you're you're attributing that to negativity, and so you I, don't want to believe it. I've uh, I've met celebrities and didn't act like that too. I like to point that out. But you you do have like kind of the. Uh, you're you're kind of becoming in, like into that mold, like the dad, like the you know middle aged dad, like look at my look at my daughter I here. You know that's that's kind of with the direction you're moving. Josh Hubbard, SEC Freshman of the Week again. That's a record. Yeah, I'm so I'm kind of surprised you got it. I know he had the the monster game, but he did not have a great game against Ole Miss. Well, when you drop thirty two, yeah. 
on the road. Yeah, I thought Tolu might have a chance at SEC Player of the Week, but I see that uh, Khalif Battle had averaged twenty nine a game this week, so I get it. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Brick Thomas, would you rather have a Final Four appearance this year? State makes it to the College World Series this year, or football makes it into the twelve team playoff this year? That is the biggest no brainer of all time. Football. Yeah, because I'll tell you this right now. Think, expand yourself just beyond the Mississippi State sphere here. If State's in, there's no way Ole Miss is in. Think so? There's no chance we'd both be in. There's no chance. I, I, I can't buy it, right? I can't believe that that would be the case. I, I would I would well, be to bet the Egg Bowl would be for a playoff spot. and we, that's the, uh, I, You would both have to be like – you would both have – one of you would have to have one loss and the other I, would have to be like undefeated. So and that's why that's yeah I, I don't know well, they might if they both had one loss they might yeah but I'm not I'm just not I'm not gonna buy into that I'm not gonna buy I don't into think that. it would ever happen you can't have both of them that good at the imagine same time. if because we're talking about that means the Egg Bowl is probably for the SEC championship because you're probably talking about Ole Miss coming in eleven or no and State coming in ten and one and State beats Ole Miss to go to the SEC championship game. Well, wouldn't wouldn't they both be in the SEC championship game? Yeah, I guess they might. Well, it depends. Depends on what you know. Like, if, what if Georgia's undefeated in that scenario? What if Texas is undefeated? I don't know. But that's what I'm just saying. This like, year, yeah. yeah. Well, they wouldn't have been because Georgia would play Ole Miss. Yeah, but what, yeah. So okay, so Georgia. So they would both have one loss. I don't and know. Then State would play Texas, so State so State would give them a loss. No, because I said that's one lost state. That's probably state's loss. Well, state plays oh, okay. and Georgia. State plays Georgia too. So I don't know. I'm just saying right now. I, I have trouble buying into the the vision of state and Ole Miss both being in the playoffs. At any way, yeah, because it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's fun. To, it's fun to do. So, but yeah, that's a no brainer. No brainer. Uh and then we got a question. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Do we give Canazero another chance if this year doesn't pan out? No. Oh. All right, I want I want to do a public service right now. You listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. And I know Robbie agrees with me. I, I will speak for him. Andy Canizero will never coach Mississippi State ever again. I doubt he'll ever coach college baseball ever again. I don't know if he's ever going to coach again. He, he lost his job at the high school he was coaching at. Why? Why do people keep doing this? Yeah. I, it's never, I don't understand. Ever, 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 ever going to happen. I never say never. You know, I'm always like, that hey, could happen. That's one I'll say never on. Never. And and why can't State just go get a better coach anyway? Yeah. Than Andy Kinnazer. He coached one year at Mississippi pants. State. Peace. I've never it's 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 like that. Like people get enamored with people that are that have been here before. Right. And like running it back. And we talked about Dan Mullen. I think that's a fair uh a, you know, a fair conversation to have a Dan Mullen coming back. But other than that, I just I don't understand the Andy Canizero thing, especially after he's already been canned, uh, no pun intended, mm-hmm. a, a, as a high school coach. Like the, the guy cannot stay out of trouble. You you don't want any part of that. You don't want him to be a part of your program. I agree. And Brick is not the only person that. No, no, you're has, not the only one. I've heard it b- before. Yeah. No, no question. So, uh, Trey O'Brien asks us, what are the three most important criteria that you judge a team or coach's performance to determine whether or not that coach has earned the right to keep his job, his or her job? So, 
Number one is the most important one. Win-loss record. Yeah. If you're not, if that's not number one, what are we doing? I could care. I mean, if you got a team that's like, oh, man, let's go, all those guys are thugs and they're all bad influence. I don't care. Are they winning? Win-loss record is number one by a large, large margin. And then secondly, you look at stuff like their effort. Like, are, you know, if they're losing but they're trying, you can you can forgive that a little bit more than, like, they obviously don't want to. Like, the way State looked at that, that Arkansas series that you mentioned, that's not that's not acceptable. That's when coaches have to get fired. Mm-hmm. So, and then a third criteria, I, I guess recruiting. recruiting. Yeah, like are, yeah. You, are you recruiting? Are you you know trying to improve your team? Ah, Tucker Medlin, who wants to apologize last week for the uh, the tweet and the picture that he sent us. So, uh, you know, we wants he wants to apologize, Ron. What do you think? Well, I, I gave my thoughts last week. I, I had him on on the uh, docket for suspension. Mm-hmm. And uh, we agreed not to suspend. Right. But I, I asked for I asked him for evidence that I was doing these things. I never got it. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, that's why he's apologized. Well, I'll, I'll accept the apology. Tucker. Very good. Uh, he's got some softball questions for you as a result. Okay. If you flip off a state media member while feeding the other team as thanks for beating Mississippi State by seven runs, are you a state fan or just a member of a country club? I think that pretty much confirmed everything that I said. I, they, who did he flip they thought, off there? <clears throat> huh? Who did he flip off? I saw the video. I didn't know who took me. the video. He was doing you it towards that me. that video? No, oh. no. The, oh. I, I assumed the guy that, that tweeted at me uh-huh. was filming. I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay, I need to go back. But I, didn't, it, I didn't actually watch. I just saw the video, but I didn't have the vo- volume up. Does he say something? I, I don't think so. Okay. But that, that video in itself confirmed everything that I said. Yeah. I don't know if they realized that, but it absolutely justified every single thing that I said. So, I, you know, you just made it worse on yourselves. To be sitting there smiling after you've just fed someone who beat your butt, and instead you flip off the guy that, you know, is grew up a Mississippi State fan, been covering Mississippi State for 10 years. I'm the, I'm the person that's the bad guy here. Not the not the guys from the mid major that just beat the crap out of you on your home field that you're giving hot dogs to. We won't we won't go too far down that road again. All right then. Uh, also, who was more down more who was more down bad after Saturday? The LSU kid that said, "At least I don't live in Mississippi," despite choosing to spend four years in Baton Rouge, or people that tweeted pictures of the dude after a quad one loss in January. Who, who was people, the LSU kid? I don't know. He, somebody said that they were at the game, and somebody that's somebody in the, the LSU band said something to him. Oh, so, nobody said anything to me. Yeah, you know, Baton Rouge is not the most glorious place. It's, it's a fun town to go to, but yeah. that's not a place to be uh, clamoring about. I guess. Yeah, uh, it's definitely the people who were like, "Oh, it's almost baseball season in January." Like for two reasons. One, this team was always going to go to the NCAA tournament. They always were. And two, yes. that baseball team was never going to go to the NCAA tournament. So what are we talking about? But you know that will be done again next year. It will. It absolutely will. Also from Tucker is Tuesday night for SEC Freshman of the Year between Reed Shepard and Josh Hubbard. Ah, there's 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 a there's a whiff of that. Yeah, if Hubbard has a huge game, he he might seal that up. Those are definitely your candidates. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Jay Ruff sends us a question. Uh, my, Where would you rank the hump in terms of atmosphere in the SEC when sold out consistently? Also, he wants to let you know he was the guy in jorts at the state Ole Miss game in Oxford. Yes, I met him. Okay. Uh, when the hump is sold out, I mean, it's it's top half for sure. Auburn is probably number one. Auburn right now, when that when that stadium is packed, when that, when that arena is packed, that is the best atmosphere in the SEC. Probably. Yeah. Florida can still get it going. Uh, Arkansas. Florida has never been like a super crazy atmosphere to me. Well, they were back in the day. But even then, like, it was always kind of like a weird atmosphere. They had the, like, sparkly pom-poms. Yeah. They were on bleachers. Yeah. You can hear, like, all the – the students individually and stuff. It mm-hmm. never was it, it was a tough place, I'm sure, but it yeah. never was like like an early two thousands, like top of the yeah food chain. Arkansas is up there. Arkansas's probably two when Arkansas is good, that's a Bud Walton is difficult. Yes. Yes. Um Kentucky and Tennessee are interesting because they have the two biggest state the biggest arenas. They're both over twenty thousand. Those are da- those are no. tough atmospheres just because of how Big they are. Yeah, and Kentucky is a – I mean, when you walk into Rupp, you feel the weight of the Kentucky tradition, right? I mean, it's worth a few points. And then Tennessee, you know, doesn't have that same tradition, but when there's 23,000, 24,000 people in there, yeah. State fans won't want to hear this. The Pavilion, when they're packed, that's a good atmosphere. It's just – I think the sound of that place is going to be diminished by how big it is, like the how open it is. The Pavilion? Yeah. Yeah. The sound is like it's still you have that loud. Big open concourse, and it's just like it feels like it doesn't trap the noise as well as it. Tad Smith would get right. loud. Tad Smith, I would say probably Tad Smith was louder than the pavilion. Yeah, but it's a better looking, much better. Yeah, that you don't have to worry about. Do we need to tell the David Brandt story? <laughs> I think you've told it before. You see that light up there? All right. Uh, but yeah, when the hump is, when everybody is invested in the game, the hump is a very difficult place to play. Yeah. Let's do a couple more, then we'll uh, we'll take the break here. Uh, Brogan Fairchild, my sister and I talked to my grandmother into taking us to see weird science in the theater. 20 minutes in, she marched us right out. Did your parents ever make you leave a movie early as a kid? I have never left a movie early. Also, Brogan, you don't look old enough. In your I was going to say, Weird Science came out weird in the 80s. Weird Science in the theater. When did Weird Science come out? It was like late 80s, wasn't it? Came out in 1985. Mid-80s. Yeah. So, I mean, that's wild. want to go see it. I mean, like 10? That's how old I would have been 10. So, I mean, he doesn't look as old as me in that picture, though. He looks young. It looks like Ted Nugent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. No, the answer to the question, though, is no, I've never been like, hey, we're leaving this movie. This is ridiculous kind of thing. I don't think I have either. Um, But I didn't watch a lot of movies like that with my parents. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I kind of got I got let in by somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the first Rated R movie I remember seeing. Was it Rated R? Was Rocky Four? And that's not yeah, I'm sure it's rated R. I don't know. Back then, they used to be really lax on their. But somebody ratings. dies in that movie. Like there's somebody gets beaten to death in that movie. Surely that's rated R. And there's some drug use. There's no sex though, and there's not a lot of language. Well, you know, Smoking the Bandit was like PG. 
Yeah. I don't know. Ah. Also from Brogan, what bad habit or habits did your wife have to train out of you? Hmm. Um, Keeping lights on in other rooms and leaving the room. You, you are the person leaving lights on? Was. Really? Yeah. I, I That's a man thing to me. That's a, like, I turn off the lights. I'm a light she, turn offer. She is like, if you leave the room for two seconds, oh. even if you're going back, turn it off. I knew I liked Becky. I knew I liked her. Which I, I'm in that mode now. Yeah, yeah, you got to be. That, that's for that's the money. Purpose. She's trained me. That's money. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like I used to be real bad about like not uh, putting my laundry in the basket, just leave it on the floor. I, now I'm I'm kind of I, I do that. I don't I never I would never make a bed. Like when I was a bachelor, unless unless I I had an inkling that I was going to go on a date and like possibly have a chance to bring her back to my place. I never made my bed. It just I just had a comforter and the bare mattress. Good lord. Yeah, I was a, I was a, I was a barbarian. You animal. I know. I know. Uh we'll do one more here. Uh Trip Peoples. When I was in 6th grade, my mother picked me up from school and turned sharp and drove into the ditch in front of the whole school. They had to stop the bus line and have the bus drivers push her out. Did your parents ever do anything to embarrass you as a kid? Not my All mom. Not my mom. My dad did. I don't. Should I, my dad's passed away? Should I? Should I? Should I do that to him? I mean, he he can't defend himself. Yeah. He, he uh my 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 dad. Let's see how to put this and be kind of gentle. My dad liked to be the center of attention. I'll just put it that way. Not in a positive way either. Like not not by drawing attention, like doing stuff and people saying, oh, wow, he did that. It was more like, look at me kind of behavior sometimes. We know a few people like that. We do. So, so he, and he, you know, he, he had like one time he, he was at one of our high school games and he was just going off on our quarterback and the quarterback's dad was right there. He's up there like Tony Soprano. Yeah. But, but. He was just like, that kid is so terrible. I don't know why they play him. And it wasn't one of those, why do they put my kid in moments? Because I'm not, the, I wasn't the quarterback. Like, yeah. It was, just a, it was just an he, honest moment. He was just tearing into the poor guy. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's move. Let us move. We are moving into the second part of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. Guys, I just mentioned it earlier. I'm wearing shorts right now. It is grilling weather this week, my friends. You got a chance to fire up the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef. You've got to head over to your local meat markets, grab some steaks, and throw them on the grill. On a, and also, not to mention that you know you go outside at six and five or six five o'clock, six o'clock. That sun's still out there a little bit. We're we're getting closer and closer to having our days back, man. Everything's coming together for you to cook out. This weekend, do it. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. I mean, Robbie Falk will be there today. You, if you want to get a, a, a if you if you want to take a photo photographic opportunity with Robbie Falk, today's the day to do it because he's going to be at Two Brothers putting away a prime rib sandwich, just housing it. Just like he is going to be to that prime rib sandwich, what Cam Matthews is to defenders—a problem. 
It's it's just something that a hero does, Brian. I know I'm you're not getting any uh any back talk from me on that. And, and I had to prepare myself. Along. This is preparation. Yes, I understand. So this weekend, any weekend, you're in Starkville, you better make a trip out to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the cotton district. Bulldog Initiative business as well. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you, but who can really and truly deliver it to you? Advantage Business System Scans. If from a product standpoint, they have all the top name brands for copiers, printers, computers, mailing and information systems. And then from the service standpoint, 49 years sort of tells you that they have stood behind their products and taken care of their customers when they needed them to. We're going to give you a 601 number, not a 1-800 number to deal with Advantage Businesses. You're going to talk to the people who made you the sale, and a lot of times they can fix it the same day because they're in Mississippi just like you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Maroon & Co., if you are headed to anything at State, if you're going to Davis Wade, if you're going to The Hump, if you're going to City Noble, if you're going to News Park, if you're going to the A.J. Pitts Tennis Center, going to Old Waverly, wherever you're going. You're Looking for houses? Do what now? Looking for houses? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to live right next door to Dan Marino. Uh, wherever you Steve are, Spurrier and Spurrier, Nick Saban. Spurrier and I are going to be playing nine, uh, 18 later today. Wherever you are heading, whenever you are heading to Starkville, you need to also head to Maroon & Co. for some great MSU gear, stuff you can't get anywhere else. They've got stuff for your, for your, your house, for your car. They've got the custom-made cowbells from the Bellsmith, and they have the exclusive rights to the Bulldog Initiative logo wear. Everything you want in one stop. Before you head to Duty Noble this weekend, head to Maroon & Co. All right, let's get back in it here. And uh, next question comes to us from Drunk Bo Wallace, who asks us, who gets fired first? Lamonis? The real Bo Wallace? I, I don't know why you had to say drunk. You could have just said Bo Wallace. Um, who gets fired first, Lamonis or Bianco? It's got to be Lamonis, right? Because yeah. if, if we think it could happen mid-season, they won't do that to Bianco. They'll get no. They'll let him finish. He'll retire. Yeah. Um, Willie Dizzle, is there a better camera angle than from the baseline during a free throw? I love the feeling of knowing the ball is bouncing off the rim and having no idea if it's close to going yet. I like seeing if the ball is going in or not. Yeah. I don't want any surprises. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know where, uh, where else. Yeah. The baseline free throw shot is tough. It's tough. Brent Clark with a great question, Robbie, for you. What do you guys make of this three-horse race to the Premier League title, and who do you see winning it, and why Arsenal? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think it'll be Arsenal. I think City will find a way, just like they have the past few years. I, I, I just, although Liver, I would say Arsenal's third in this race. I know they're playing well right now, but. Liverpool has Klopp retiring. City's the best team, and then there's Arsenal. Arsenal. I I, I just don't think they're going to win it. Uh, Patrick Swindoll says, I read an article that the creator of NBA Jam hated the Bulls so bad that he programmed the game to where if you played with the Bulls, they would always screw up in the second half and lose. Would you give Ole Miss the same treatment in NCAA football? How incredible would that be? If like there's just like a little Easter egg. If Ole Miss is winning, that you you can come back on them easily. (laughs) And if they're throwing interceptions and they're fumbling the football, 
And their fans are going crazy. Like, I don't know why Ole Miss sucks so bad on this game. <laughs> so an NBA Jam did the Bull were the Bulls never good? Well, you gotta remember the first episode, the first edition of NBA Jam, you didn't have Jordan because he wouldn't give out his rights. He wouldn't sign off on yeah. it. Yeah. Same way with like NBA Live back in the day. You didn't have Jordan on there. Um and I don't I don't really? know. I, don't, I didn't ever really play with uh with the the Bulls, so I don't know. I would say so that was like when I was young, and I just didn't really think about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just you just like put in a couple quarters if you yeah. had the arcade, and you just played it. And also think about it like back then, you know, you got to pick the team you played against, right? Who would yep. pick to play against the Bulls? The Bulls were the best team in the league at that time. So yeah, no. Uh, also from Patrick, how disappointing is this losing streak the women are on now, and what needs to happen to fix it? Robbie, that team. Just a few weeks ago, they were they were really hitting their stride and playing their best basketball, and these last four games have just been nightmarish for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. The, the body language is really bad out there. They're not playing very good defense. They, they're coming out and playing terrible in the first quarter. I, I don't know what to make of it. You had a five-game winning streak, and the the game first game that you lost was against a team that you beat on the road in Florida that is that doesn't play very good defense and you know they're just okay they're hit or miss but they've really kind of fallen apart here and they better get it right because you're about to go to Auburn who plays really well at home they've beaten LSU at home and Johnny Harris is going to want to beat State more than any team she's played this year so you're going there this weekend Missouri is always a screwy team they can mess you up what they do, if you lose these next two games, I don't think it's a guarantee you're going to be in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. So you go from, you know, there's a possibility you're the number two seed in the SEC. Your schedule looks great on the back half of the schedule here. You got a chance to move up to maybe even a five as far as your seeding is concerned to now you're fighting to stay in. And that's, that's not a good trend. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I- uh, last one from Patrick. What game would you go back and relive from when you were a student at State? So I thought about this one. I was not a student for the 98 or 99 Egg Bowls. Um, so I have the two that I was a student for. I, I had a little I had a little, little sabbatical in there. The two that I would like to go back and relive because they were just the most fun. 97 at Auburn. I was a student for that. That was a lot of fun to go on the road and win that game. Uh, beat a top 10 Auburn team. Shut them out in their own home field. Because I also felt like you get to relive the the weekend, right? I get the whole experience. That was a fun trip to Auburn. We had we had a bunch of parties with some uh, some friends from friends of friends, and it was fun. The other one was I went back to school and uh, two thousand Florida here in Starkville. That game was incredible. Just to mm-hmm. Florida like that, just great atmosphere, a lot of fun. So those are my two picks. I was actually in the student section for that. I was in fifth grade. Oh, yeah. yeah. You and I were in the student section together. And you were drinking probably whiskey and Coke, and I was no, drinking no, I bottled drink. water. What's funny is I, 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 if I would have seen you, I would have been like, whose kid is this? <laughs> like, why is this little fifth grader out here? He's going to get killed. <laughs> He's going to hear words he doesn't need to hear. Everybody- yeah, a guy threw a whiskey bottle that was sitting right next to me down to the field. Nice. It's crazy. Oh. Um I would probably go with the Alabama win in 07, which was the okay. last time Mississippi State beat Alabama. Mm, that was fun. Just to relive that Anthony Johnson interception for a touchdown. And what's another one that would be good? That was my freshman year. 07? That Egg Bowl was fun. Egg Bowl. I, you know, I left that Egg Bowl. Mm. 
So I would like to stick around for the egg yeah, bowl. That would be fine. Yeah, that's a good call. That's and there was call. more there was better moments. You know, I I saw some really good basketball games mm-hmm. when I was in when I was a student. I got to see Charles Rhodes and, and Jamont Gordon. Yeah. And Barry Stewart and guys like that. So I mean I saw you know, I got I was I actually left Mississippi State when Jarvis Fernando broke the block shots record. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to see that night, I, w- I wish I could go back maybe and see that too. I saw some some good moments for sure. Yeah, baseball was not great when I was there. No, well, oh seven though would have been a college world series. Yeah, see, I was I wasn't technically enrolled yet. Fun to relive. Uh, well, I, I wasn't. Okay. I was. I worked that as a media relations student, mm-hmm. but I wasn't in school yet, so I, I don't know if that counts. Nah, I but I I did go to Omaha with with them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was really cool. Okay. Um, but oh, but when I came back to school from EC, I came back in 2010 and 2011. You know, they they went to the Super Regional that year. 2012, they won the SEC tournament, and then 13 yeah. College World Series. I yeah. was in school then, so okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh where are we here? Mangum Cafe. How insane will the hump be Tuesday night? Should be pretty good. Should be a pretty yeah. good crowd. I think it's gonna be a good crowd. Yeah. I think it I think it should be one of their best crowds of the year. Yeah. Eight games in, would Mangum have fifteen hits? So eight games, fifteen hits. That's a, that's a little averaging a little less than two hits a game. I would say no. You don't think he'd have fifteen hits? I mean fifteen hits. In eight in eight games, he would have like thirty-two at bats if he if he had four at bats per game, right? Fifteen of thirty two, he'd be hitting like four seventy. No, I don't. Well, there there are certain segments of his career that he would have. Yeah, I think he would be capable. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got 32, 32 at bats. He's going to walk some. Right, so, and, yeah, and the teams that you're playing are not throwing a ton of strikes right now. Right. Yeah, he would he would take pitches and just get on base. Would Rooker have three home runs? Now that's more likely than an eight game yeah. he could have three home runs. But it's kind of the same thing. Like State's no, just is. not getting a ton of home run pitches to hit. Right. And they're I, I think he would see it much better than depends on which Rooker we're talking about too. By the way, like if we're getting the Rooker who's batting junior year twenty sixteen behind, you know, uh uh Reed Humphreys and Jack Kruger and and uh Nate Lowe and those guys. Maybe he might get pitches to hit because they got a pitch to somebody in that dang lineup. Yeah, that sixteen so rooker, good. right? The team was so good. I I, I it was, was good. Wild. Uh let's see here. T C G Anderson. That's a lot of uh a lot of initials you got there. If you were forced to watch- the Anderson family. Absolutely. He's from Minnesota. If you were forced to watch one game each day for the rest of your life and you had to pick from the 2023 football team or the 2023 baseball team, which would you pick? This also assumes you would watch every game from that season, not the same game every time. So I have to watch. Would I rather watch the 12 games of the football season over again or 56 games of the baseball season over again? So It's football. Well, think about it now. Hold on. 12 games of football, right? There's 365 days a year. That means you're going to watch each game, uh, what? How many times? As opposed to with baseball, 56 games, you only have to watch like five times, five or six times. Well, he's also saying you got to watch one game 
from the season, right? Right. Right. So I would probably pick a baseball game that was really good. No, no, no. It says you have to watch every game from that season. So on January 1, you're going to watch game one of the 2024 oh, season. I got you. I got and you. And you're just going to, when you get to the end, you loop back around. I think I'm still going with football. Okay. As bad as it was, yeah. Baseball was just, you know, on loop the same thing. Yeah. I agree. Walking guys. I mean, I, I couldn't watch another pitch yeah. last year. I mean, I think I'm still going to go with football. Because, right. you know, you had like the Arizona win in there was a, a exciting ending. Yeah. You know, you won a couple of games in SEC play. I mean, I, that's, I'm, that's probably what I would go okay. with. Um, Scott Ming, with both of you covering state, does it make you hesitant to talk to former players or coaches that you didn't cover? Knowing their experience of how suffocating some fans can be, and I don't want to bother them with a, hey, I was there when. No. I've talked to Jackie Sherrill. I've talked to I've talked to a lot of players I didn't cover and coaches I didn't cover. I've talked to Richard Williams. Yeah. I, no. Oh. no. No. Not whatsoever. Most of them actually enjoyed talking yeah. about that stuff. They like, re- they like, like reliving the glory days. Yeah. It's quite the opposite, Scott. Yeah. They like – they. Those kind of coaches and players, they love that people remember them. Yeah. No, you because can't. you go from – I mean, you think about it. It's kind of like with how these wrestlers do. Like, when they finish their career, like, they're still craving it. Like, I'm sure these people – they go from, like, people wearing jer- their jerseys, chanting their names, cheering for them when they catch the football or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you leave that and you just go into the business sector or you go into – You lose it, yeah. You don't have that anymore. Yeah. So being able to know that people still care about something that you did years ago, I think I think that's something that matters to them. I remember the fir- when I first time I interviewed Jackie Sherrill, I texted him. And I was like, "Hey, coach, so and so, I'm Brian Hayda, blah blah blah. Would you be interested in coming on and reliving some of your favorite Egg Bowl memories?" And I sent him a text, and I was like, "All right, I'm sure he'll get back to me eventually." Two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It was, I was like, "All right." Can you do it this time? He was like, yep, and couldn't have been a better interview. So there you go. I mean, you see how excited that 98 team was when they came on the field? Yeah. Against Kentucky? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pip Horrell says, on February 29th, I will celebrate my – Pip Horrell? Yeah. I will celebrate my 14th official birthday. If you were born on February 29th, would you celebrate your birthday on February 28th or on March 1st? Buddy, you don't get to choose those days. Your birthday is February 29th. You only get one every four years. Sorry. Them's the rules. So he was born on a leap year? Yeah. I have a friend that's like that. He, I think he'll be I think he'll be seven this year. That is crazy. Yeah. So in reality, he's like 28, but yeah. So you so like did they do these people claim that they're seven years old? I had I had a fr- uh, yeah he he likes to, to play that and then like it pops up on Facebook that his birthday is February twenty eighth on the days on the years it's not a leap year and every year I'm like this is false today is not your birthday I do not wish you a happy birthday okay so I don't I don't really know the rules to leap year why it's a thing what what is the purpose of that it has something to do with the the, the sun it has something to do like, with wh- we accumulate. Time. I, I don't exactly. I don't know. understand leap years and daylight savings and daylight savings is about farming. 
Yeah, but like, do we really need that anymore? Like, uh, we don't need it. we don't need it as much anymore. You would have some kids who go to school when it's still dark, but I would rather those kids go to school when it's still dark than for it to be dark at four forty-five in the afternoon. It's the worst. Yeah, it's 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 awful. It's seasonal depression. Yes, exactly. Ty Curran went to my first baseball game in a couple of years on Saturday. Who's the short list for the baseball coach? Who will be the interim to complete the season? Welcome back, Ty. Welcome back, Ty. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, you know what? Let's save a, a hot list for when we know we're going to need a hot list. Yeah. And I hate then, doing that yeah. when, the, when a coach still has their job, you know? I agree. I agree. Also, you asked, can we get basketball to run the Daryl Wilson triple screen for Hubbard? So I we had Richard Williams on the show on, on Sports Talk a few weeks ago. And Richard asked him, like, can you compare Hubbard to a player you coach? And he's like, I don't really have a good comparison. And I said, Coach, I'm surprised. I thought you would say Daryl Wilson. And he's like, well, the difference is that we ran screens for Daryl all the time. We were always screening to get him open. You don't have to screen for Hubbard. No, he gets open. Fire. Yeah. Well, and he's he's so good moving without the basketball, yeah. too. I mean, he's just a basketball player. He is. He is an old school kind of basketball player. Like he, he's one of those guys that you know back in the nineties, mm-hmm. I think he would have been kind of you know commonplace. There's there's guys like that, mm-hmm. but you just don't see these kind of guys that much anymore to me. Yeah, Not and good. I think I, I still think there's we're coming up on a day where he's going to have forty, forty five, just absolutely go off. Uh, I mentioned that the other night, and he had like 22 or something when that happened. And then he just kept scoring, and I thought, maybe tonight's the night he gets 40. But it's going to happen. This guy can score in bunches. He can he can rise up and fire it, and he can he shoots it pretty quickly. I mean, you can't close on him fast enough. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I do think – and maybe Darrell Wilson's not a good comparison as far as style of play, but that's probably the closest type of player as far as being able to, you know, shoot your eyeballs out at any point in time. Mm-hmm. That He's probably the closest to Darrell Wilson. All right. Uh, Hugh Hagen asked, Robbie, who broke our women's team? Is it a Purcell problem, chemistry? You're up close and personal. Are you seeing something the fans aren't? Not really. I mean, I think that's just a – I think it's just a, they're in a rut right now. Sam Purcell said it the other day. And, I mean, there's there's definitely some things that, that he's got to do better as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the players have to play better. They're they're not coming out prepared uh, and whatever – for whatever reason. And I'm not saying that's not – I'm not saying that's because of the coaching. But they're just not coming out and – um, attacking things early in ball games, I think it digs them in a hole, and they're constantly fighting that all game long. They're just really inconsistent right now. All right. Uh, also from uh, from Q Hagen, if you could host a podcast on any topic, not sports or food related, what would it be? I would love to do a pod like the the brand the the Barstool Yak, where they just they just talk. They just get on there and be like, "What's what's happening today? Let's talk about it." Sometimes we do that. Yeah, exactly. I, that's, that's some of our most fun moments, I think. All right. Uh, Mason Welch says, Brian, your podcasting tag team career has seen Bob jo- leave to join another company. Joel gave me the chair to the back and joined the authority. How does Robbie break your heart? And can we get a preview of the promos after it happens? Why would Robbie leave? 
What, what, what would be? See, I, it would have to be something where he got. I think it would have to be sort of the same thing. It would have to be Mississippi State hired you. Oh, I'm, I'm turning my back on you. So it's like, you've you you know, Joel and Logan come out and they're all they're like, there's always a plan B, and that's when you hit me with the chair. <laughs> so that's funny. I don't know. I don't know what those promos would be like. You know? I don't think I don't think Mississippi State would ever hire me because no, you've been too I'm negative. too outspoken. You're just so negative, Robbie. I really wow. am. All right, Tanner Bowler is going to put you to the test here, Robbie. Are you ready? Yep. We got some high schools. You're going to give us the mascots. Ready? Pedal. Uh, Panthers. Very good. PCS. Presbyterian Christian. Bobcats. That's correct. Sacred Heart. Oh, uh, the Knights. You're close. They're the Crusaders. Ah, uh, they have a they have like a knight. That's what a crusader is, though. He's in the, in the knights, yeah. But it's a crusader, not a knight. Yeah. Yes. Oh darn it, Lamar Christian. Hmm. I don't know about that. That's not Lamar School. That's a that's a different school, right? Lamar Christian. Well, it says Lamar Christian School. Okay. I look them up. The, the Christian schools in the state of Mississippi. He's, it's either going to be a lion or an eagle. Pick. I don't even know where the school is. This is in Lamar County. I guess, yeah. Uh, lion. You're right. Oh. And then South Jones. Um, the Chiefs. Oh, you're so close. The Indians? They're the Braves. Okay. I knew they were I knew they had a Native American thing. That's pretty impressive though. The the two that you missed, you were right on the on the verge. I, was, I, I had the I have had the right idea, in, yeah. In yeah, my the, head, I pictured their logos. Yeah. Uh also, Lamar Christian, I I honestly have never heard of Lamar Christian. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm guessing they're like Startable Christian and Grace Christian and some of those, and they play yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about them. All right. Uh, also, Tanner, have you all ever experienced the Omaha Club at Diddy Noble? The wife and I got to go Sunday. We were very impressed. I've never been up in, and I've never done any of the premium seating at Diddy Noble. We went up there when it first opened, mm-hmm. and they showed us like a they they showed us a tour of it. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've been up there. I think exactly. Yeah, I've, I've never. It's nice. Before again. Yeah, it's nice, but I've never been there. Uh, Kyle Wilson asks, what is the broke-iest meal? What is the best broke-iest meal? Ramen, hamburger helper, or something else? Hamburger helper is not it because you got to buy two things. you got to buy hamburger helper and hamburger. you got to be able to buy yeah. them, right? Ramen is probably the correct answer because you can get 10 for a buck, right? Yes. The, the, the chicken flavor and the beef. Yeah, yeah. It's just easy. Another it's, the, answer, it's the ramen, I think. The other answer would be bologna, bologna sandwich. Bologna and white. Yes. That's that's a good that's a good loser's lunch, right? There. Or you know, peanut butter and jelly. If you got if you get jelly, you might just have well, to Well Well, here's the thing, like my my mom and my grandmother make jelly, so I can I just get that for free. 
If you only got peanut butter, that's when, like, if I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I want smooth peanut butter. But if it's just peanut butter, I want a crunchy sandwich. You want the little crunch? I want something. I need some more to sustain me there. Some yeah. sustenance. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, uh, well, that's the same thing as ramen. It's never mind. John Owen, what would it take for MSU to add women swimming and gymnastics? I need to get on this because uh, when I was down in Baton Rouge, uh, my cousin, her daughter, said she, I, I told her since, since she told Emily before the game, when LSU wins this game, you have to go to LSU for college. So after the game, I was like, well, guess what? Now you have to go to Mississippi State. She was like, I'll only come to state if y'all get a swimming team. So I got to talk to Zach, Zach Selman about that. We got to get this uh, this going. Well, I think it's a Title IX thing, right? Yeah. It, it, well, it, you have yeah. to have the same amount of sports with men's and women. I think you can have something like that. women's sports, to be honest with you. I really do. I think you can. Maybe you can. But, I've always wanted State to have a gymnastics team because gymnastics is awesome. It's huge in the SEC. The problem is this. If State started a gymnastics team, they would be the worst team in the SEC for like two decades because everybody else is so good. The national champion is usually coming out of the SEC. And so it would just be a, a struggle. And then for swimming, you need facilities, right? You get the, the Sanderson pool doesn't do it. They have to have, like I've always heard that rumor that Larry Templeton built the Sanderson pool two feet short of what it would take to be an SEC swimming team so that he didn't have to hear about it. Oh God. I've always heard that rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I like to believe that it is. Oh darn. No, we're not regulation size. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh Ford Polk. If you could own your own business, what would it be? Would it be anything other than a restaurant? I would never want to own my own business. It's just it's just too difficult nowadays. But if I was going to own one, it would almost certainly be a restaurant. Because what else? I mean, what else? What else do I know? Yeah, you know, not that you'd be a good restaurant owner. You wouldn't be fun to work with. Oh, I'm just saying. You're basing that I on witness your, it firsthand. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm, I'm tough. Yeah, that's but you're, point. but you're a good boss in that. Like you're very demanding. Like everything's going to be. Yeah. Good. Also, like everything's going to be right. I, I'd like to think my former employees would tell you that I I worked. Like it wasn't like I told them to do it and I didn't do it. Like I worked too. So right. That's where you got to be. Um, if you could take your consciousness right now and put it into a different body. What age would you choose to put your current self in? If I could take my consciousness and put it in a different body, I would be the rock. <laughs> I mean, there's no question. I would be the rock. I would want to be the biggest star in the world. But it says what age, not what person. How old is the rock? I mean, it said it also, but it does say I could put it in a you different get to body. Pick. The body get to I pick, pick is the rocks. I feel like he's just saying, like, if it, you know, if you want, could just find a different person. If I could put my my body into like some random person, I'd want to be like just out of college, like yeah, like you already know twenty four. I know I know everything I know. Right, I'm I've, I've got the the twenty three twenty four year old body. Yeah, it'd probably be like twenty one, twenty two. Like yeah. I want to be out of college. I don't want to have to deal with homework. And you don't want to, and you don't want to deal with like taking over student loans either. Right. Like right, I want right. to find somebody that oh yeah. That well, not, you yeah. had maybe had their college that. paid for or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh the Washington Street Bridge I still would be a mediocre person, by the way. Exactly. The Washington Street Bridge is undefeated in its lifetime. Will it ever take a loss? I mean I don't know I don't ever see a truck knocking the bridge over. No. The bridge will remain undefeated until it is knocked down. Right. So uh 
few more here. Philip Owen, if state basketball finishes out this regular season three and one with a loss at Auburn, how high of a seed can you get them see them receiving? I could see that happening if they can beat Kentucky at the hump tonight. If they go three and one, it, well, first of all, it kind of depends on what happens in the SEC tournament, right? If they lose the first game, that that affects them. But let's just say they go three and one and they can make it to to Friday. They lose they they win one and lose one in the SEC tournament. So they finish probably a six two. seed. Six at and they could be a five. They could be a five. Because they would have two more quad one wins by beating Kentucky and beating um Texas A and M. And then just depends on who they play on Friday. That's a neutral site game. If that team's top fifty, you could you could possibly have another quad one win. So I would say five is the highest they could get. Colton Watson. Yeah, I think that that's probably where I am too. Yeah. Colton Watson, where you been, buddy? We've gotten through all these questions. You're just now getting here. Come on. Where does Landon Sims's injury rank among the most impactful ones in Mississippi State history? You have to think that if we were more competitive that 2022 season, we might have landed Skeens in 2023, Holman in 2024, and the cycle continues. It's up there, but at the same time, I, I don't know that just having Landon Sims saves that team. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, he would have masked some things for you, mm-hmm. and maybe gotten gotten you a few more wins. I think he definitely would have got you a few more wins. Mm-hmm. But that team still wasn't very good. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can think of more impactful injuries for sure. Um, where are we? Matt Camp. What Will the baseball team's camo hats they've been wearing be able to be purchased, be purchased by, by fans? If so, where? My 13-year-old son wants one like Robbie wants a Two Brothers Prime Rib Sandwich. Love the show. <laughs> If I if there's one thing I know about Mississippi State, they will make them incredibly difficult to purchase. Like, but weren't they like? Um, what did they give those? No, they were giving them away, and the manufacturer manufacturer sent them in or put the wrong date down or something. Yeah. So I, I was talking to MSU Marketing the other day, and like they were really upset about it because they had those hats like to give away like two fifty or something. Yeah. And uh, people that scanned the QR code or something was able to reserve them, but I don't, I'm sure they'll make them available. Yeah. I haven't seen them, but we'll see. Uh, Hunter Bolware, what two professional athletes would you want to see fight it out in a game like hockey? Mine is Chris Jones and Aaron Donald. That'd be a brutal fight. Oh, God. Um, He would have the low center of gravity on Chris. Yeah. Chris would have reach and I don't know. I might go. I might go Aaron Donald in that. To be honest like with you, the real answer is, is Aaron Donald and Jeff Simmons. Those two. Yeah, well, I'm going with Jeff on that. One. Jeff's winning that one because um, <laughs> he can get that low center of gravity. I'm trying to think like basketball. Monster. Who do I want to see fight LeBron? Patrick Beverly. No, that's not a fight. LeBron would wipe the floor with him. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, maybe Giannis. You want somebody to beat up LeBron? No, I want to. I want to. I want a, a fight between two titans. Giannis, you want a good fight? Yeah, yeah. That's probably where I'm going. But I was. I was I, I'm going to a hockey game when I go out to Denver, and I am going to be begging for a fight. Like, just please fight, please. I, I need. To. Maybe you'll be on the glass, and you can just. Um, I know. I've already got my tickets. I know where I'm sitting, but I won't be on the glass. But I will still want to fight. I you didn't get Brandon Walker seats. I did not get Brandon. I used his uh his a- the app that he advertises to get a discount. 
but I did not get a I did not get great seat. So uh, also he asked us have either of us tried playing pickleball? If so, what's your opinion? I highly recommend trying it if you haven't. I would yeah, I'd try it, but then I saw Grace nearly broke her foot off <laughs> playing it. I don't. It seems dangerous to me. Yeah, my aunt's big into it. Steph. Yeah. Grace, I think John might be playing. Yeah, a bunch of our friends play it. So yeah, uh, I'd have to watch and and try to get into it. I I saw they had it actually like on ESPN one day, and I I sat and watched it. Look looked interesting. Yeah. Uh, walking bully. This baseball team has ten games left before SEC play. Over under eight wins. What say you? I say push, but I think push, but we'll say over. So they they're four and four, and they have ten games left. So that means. If they split those ten games, they would be nine and nine. So, do you think that would be the case? I think they'll win a few here. So, you think they'll be over, over, over eight? I mean, wins. They have a chance this week to to get to eight wins. They should. They have a chance. They Got should. a chance. Um, and then what? One more week after that? Yeah. God, I mean, SEC play is about to get here. Oh, that's yeah. scary. But we are three weekends away, right? No, two weekends away. We have this weekend, next weekend, and then the LSU weekend is the 15th. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, what is it? LSU, Florida, and A&M LSU, or something? Van- no, it's LSU, Vanderbilt, and week A&M. Four- is it A&M? I hate th- these new websites are so bad. Uh, Mommy hold me. Oh, it's not Vanderbilt. You were correct. It's 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 LSU. It's LSU at home at at A&M and then at Florida. Oh. Brutal. All right. Andy it doesn't Atkinson. get much better. I know. Andy Atkinson, double A the enforcer. The acronym for college football is CFB. The acronym for the college football playoffs is CFP. Please explain why it is not CFBP. You got us. I don't know the answer. That that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah, why is it CFB? Why can't it just be CF? Yeah. Like, I guess that's one word. They just need, like, three letters. It's the same with basketball, right? It's CBB or MBB, but basketball is one word. And then women's basketball is WBB. Yeah, WBB. Again, there's only basketball is one word. It's not basket space ball. Uh, basket space ball. Frank, Frank Dukes, former Kumite champion, asked us, <laughs> is AEW becoming Dixie TNA? I don't think so. I think they still got a lot of, a lot of good stuff going on, but they do have some I'm, stuff. Where I, I shake my head. I'm like, what are they doing? I, I've been calling this for a few months. I'm just not super invested. In, and I, I say that as we get ready to go yeah, to AEW and we're going to get in like 2 a.m. In in, in a couple of weeks when they do the show in Boston, and that's when they have Mercedes Monet and Okada and Will Ospreay coming in, maybe that, that sparks things going forward. So we'll see. Is that going to be like a – is that going to be a pay-per-view? Or oh, is that a dynamite. That will be nice. be awesome, yeah. I can't but that feels – that feels more like a WCW Nitro, yeah. like when yeah. they tried to like. Yeah, but I mean, I, I get out. it too. At the same time, like, do it, have a big night, get people excited. I mean, I get it. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I like that. Yeah, I just think from a business perspective, it just doesn't work in comparison. Yeah. But they're they're gonna have they're gonna have this problem forever. They're going 
head to head with the biggest monster in wrestling history uh, in WWE, and it's never going to be topped. Right. I, I just think they're going to be able to last longer. It could be topped, but I, it, it would. Take, I don't know how. It would, I don't know it, how they would have to like get Seth Rollins or something. They have to well, do I don't, no, they they're not do. even going to top it then. Well, they I'm will saying, never top WWE. They would have to get like three or four of their top guys. And put, I mean, you, you, you say, and I, I agree with you. I, I'm going to play this clear. I agree with you. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but WCW did it. For for 83 weeks. Yeah. Well, but I mean, they, it's, it's they never topped it. They never put okay, it. Okay. They never, I, I see what you're saying then. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just meant I, like I'm they could be on from top a company for a perspective. While. Okay. Okay. We're on not, not ratings, but like, you. you know what? Yeah. yeah. I know. I know what you're saying now. Yeah. 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 So, like, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, we're all in yeah, the Because WCW did what you said. Right. They went and got Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. They went and got Hulk Hogan, Lex right. Luger. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, also from Frank. And uh, Stefan, if you're listening. Oh, no. Turn it should off. We do, should we even do this? Turn it off right now, Steph. Stefan, Soprano spoiler. Soprano spoiler. Steph, turn it off. Don't listen to this point. This goes for everyone out there that if has you not are watching The Sopranos, stop. Stop. Now, granted, we were talking about a show that's been off the air for like 15 years, but regardless. And that's the thing. Like, when do we draw the line on oh, what's in spoiler? If I didn't know Steph was watching the show, I wouldn't have said anything. Or if I like, like if he wasn't <laughs> watching it, I wouldn't feel bad about saying this because I know he is watching it and he's my friend. I'm trying to help him here. Like giving away things that happened on Breaking Bad. Like, yeah, that's, I don't have a problem with that. I don't that have was 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, Snape kills Dumbledore. I know. It's, it's going to be okay. What? I know, right? Rank these five deaths from which you felt the most sorriest for to the least. Big Pussy, Chrissy, Adriana, Ralphie, Jackie Jr. First off, the, death I, the death I feel the most sorry for is not on this list. Tracy. Yes. I, she did not She she did not deserve to die, but she does. Um, she was a whore. A... She was a hua. And B, she hit him. All right. Uh, Chrissy's number one. Is it? Uh, Adriana's number one for me. Uh, I, I, I never really I mean, had I, sympathy for Adriana. I mean, I know she was a rat, but holy cow, man. She, she was a rat. All right. She should have right. never done it. Chrissy was number one for me. Chrissy, I just, I felt bad for him because he was, he always wanted to be like Tony. Yeah. And you just couldn't you couldn't shake his demons. I, and I like the fact that, again, this is a spoiler. I feel so terrible talking about this, but the fact that Tony was the one that did it, yeah, is it it just breaks my heart. Yeah, because that was like his little brother, you know. And yeah, to me, Christopher is number one. Okay, and then Adriana, and then Adriana, now, Ralphie, and Jackie. I wanted to die. You want Jackie Jr. to die? Yes. I, I'm felt, a, I was not a Jackie Jr. fan. He, he, he had everything in front of him, and he was just a dumbass. He was just a jerk. Didn't he almost Tony drown, tried, Tony tried he almost to, drown to in two inches right. of water? <laughs> the penguin exhibit. Yeah, yeah I, Jackie. I he, 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 he thought he was, he was doing the, he thought he was doing something like what Ralph and because Ralph told him the story about they robbed a poker game. Yeah, and fortunately, somebody they didn't. They had a hothead there, and he took a shot, and it went down from there. I think if they had just robbed them, 
they would have he might have been okay. But when they started killing guys, you know, they, they killed Sunshine. That was that was it. So, uh, and then Big Puss. I mean, I felt terrible when when he. I, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to. See well, that. but he was I, you know, he got to where he was like, you know, he became he wanted to become like a like part of the the agency. <laughs> Remember, he was like he was chasing the dude yeah. down or whatever, and had the yeah. car wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he it, he got to where he was. Sorry, it was just too much. Right. Do do, was it doing the bicycle? Yeah. Put put a text in our group. Let stuff know that uh, that he needs to be listening for these spoilers. Don't don't let him get caught up. I, I'm gonna do it. So, and just so everybody knows, this Sunday we're having stuff over to my house. We're all gonna watch. Season five, episode nine. If you know anything about the Sopranos, <laughs> that is the uh, the veto reveal. Steph still it, not listening. It's veto at the construction site. Yeah, yeah, we don't say any more than that. But when they open up the door and Vito's I, just standing there, I, at the... I, 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 I can't wait. We're going to report <laughs> Steph's reaction. I can't wait to see it. So, all right. Uh, I will, I will, I will give Steph the times he can't listen. We will start back now that he can listen. Um, now that might be it, actually. Now that I think about it, oh, hold on, we got a couple here. Uh, Ani Robertson, Brian, you misunderstood the question last week. Well, let me see what the question was here. I like how people say stuff like that. Like I remember what the questions were. You know, I don't. I don't. It was something about a a game night. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to find the question. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm having trouble finding it. Is it, is, is it a reference? Is it a, no? I've got it right here. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're, we're moving on. What is your favorite modern game night game? Like as in a newer card or board game that you might play with your pe- family. On game night, exploding kittens, for example. What? Modern exploding kittens. I don't know what that is. Uh, no game of life here or anything. So the only like so not like uh, Uno or something, right? We have a game called Poop Bingo. Okay, that that might be it. We've been known. To oh, play. exploding kittens is a card game. I thought this was like some kind of sick like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Cats are like you blow cats up. No. no. So I don't know what a what what would constitute being a modern game. Yeah, is taboo modern? It's not really. It's been around for a long time. I love taboo though. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like cards we, humanity. Only we need to try this again. Yeah. Next week, yeah. give us some more examples. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what is in this realm? Yeah. Uh, also from Ani, the concession process at Duty Noble is great and much quicker than the conventional setup, but they also have the automatic 15, 20, 25% tip option when you check out. A lot of fast food places these days have also moved to this system. I don't think I should be required to tip at a fast food restaurant, but I also don't want spit in my food. Has yeah. tipping gone too far, and what's the most egregious place that you've been requested to tip at? I will say that, at least at, at Duty Noble, there's no chance of the spit in your food because it's right there. It's it's You pick it up. So that's not a problem. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tip it at a concession stand. I know. I just wouldn't. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, like I think this changed during COVID. Yeah, 
Yeah, but we've never been – and you remember we were yelled at on social media over this whole, like, tipping on takeouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you and I – like, you worked in the restaurant industry. Yeah. And I've always been told, like I, – I just have never been – I guess, well, I've never been told to tip on takeout. Mm-hmm. And – that that's just an honest. If that is truly what you're supposed to do, that's an honest mistake on my part. I'm not a, a a butthole or anything like that. But that like that has become like a thing, and like just ordering food, and, and like taking it out. I guess like while you're at the counter or whatever has become a thing. Like everything is now like tip, and either we were supposed to be doing this all along or it's just come on now and we're being asked to do more than we we should do. I mean, I, I put it more on you because you actually worked in the restaurant industry and mm-hmm. you can tell me if you think that's fair or not, but it does seem to be getting a little, yeah, a bit much, I guess. I, as I, I said before, when I worked and then doing carry out, I never expected and that didn't, didn't ask for tips, didn't worry about tips. The, it had tip as an option on the on the receipt you would sign. That's because it was the same receipts for delivery, right? It was just one receipt. So if somebody gave me a tip, I was always very thankful. But I I never like went home going, man, tips suck today. You yeah, know, drivers that you should tip a delivery driver. They brought food to your home, but if you come and pick it up, you did the hard work at that point. I, I I'm I'm cool. We're cool. So. And like, doesn't like so if if it's a takeout or something. I mean, the person is just like putting what they get from the kitchen in the bag and turning around and handing it to you. And again, not trying to be like scrimp here, but does that person need the same tip as a person that is waiting you at a table? They don't. And the people... And I'll the go people do a in the whole kitchen thing about minimum wage, and I think it should be higher. Right, right. Fine. I don't have a problem with that. They, 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 if you want to pay them more, that's fine. And if you got to raise the prices to pay your employees more, I understand. I get it. I'm cool with it. But I don't think I, sh- you know, it, it feels like nil, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like, like we're, we're having to fit the bull. You're the ones the, who have the money. The you pay it. Exactly. And also, like the people in the kitchen, they're on. They they have their own like. Yeah. They're making their they're making money like as it is. Like they're not yeah. getting tips, right? Right. I think that's correct. So I do feel bad for the there's several restaurants. I don't know if everybody's like this, but I've heard like waitresses say that they have to like share tips. Yes. Like that to me seems a little You share you split wrong. tips like, with, with everybody, including the bus boys and, and I think some of the cooks. I'm I'm not sure. So I don't know the way around that, but like if this person is is a much better waitress than the other person. Exactly. And somebody went out of their way to pay them because if, of that. If I if I had a great service on a hundred dollar tab and I give her twenty five bucks, and you had terrible service on a hundred dollar tab and you give five bucks, you're like they were like obviously trying to not serve you, right? But you leave them five bucks, right? So what happens is they if they start you telling me they split that and they both get fifteen, that's not fair. My had a no. waitress who did a great job. She deserves the full tip. You had a terrible waitress who did a terrible job. She deserves very little. So, anyway, all right. A uh, couple more questions here. Uh, Dugout dog asks if you had one year to train for an Olympic sport with the goal of not placing last, what sport would you pick? First off, it doesn't matter. I'm fa- I'm finishing last. These are people who've trained their whole lives. I cannot yes. just get up tomorrow and say, "All right, here we go," and do it. Um, my best chance. 
shot put. I was a terrible shot putter in high school. I was so bad. Oh God, you're screwed. Uh, you, you know what the answer isn't there Olympic golf? Could I, could I, uh, in a year, be good enough at golf to not finish last? Is there golf? I think there's golf. I don't know. Even then, man, that would be kind of tough. I, again, there's no correct answer. Golf is probably the easiest thing for like the average white guy to do, though. Yeah, like I, I, there's just there's just no answer that's. If that's you spend correct. enough time doing it, yeah, you can get good at it. Yeah, if I had a year to train where all I did for a year was play golf, I could I could maybe be mid. I don't. But I say that I don't know. I don't think that's correct either. I don't. I don't think there's an answer. I cannot swing a golf club. Yeah. I don't know if it's like how how my body is built. Like I got these these arms that come down to my knees, mm-hmm. and I'm just you know it's just very difficult for me to swing it. But I can't do it. Here you go. All right, last uh, two here. Does the fa- need a nappy? Huh? You need a nappy? I I need a little night night. Uh, Colton Watson. Does the fact that Stone Simmons, Bradley Lofton, or Pico Khan haven't does the fact that they haven't pitched yet? Change your opinion of the baseball team even a tiny bit. Not sure it does for me, but wanted your thoughts. The fact that they haven't pitched yet is kind of it's very concerning to me, to be totally honest with you. you know? Pico not is Pico not, not so much, but Lofton and St- Simmons. I Simmons. I haven't has, even. I, I never even see Bradley Lofton. Yeah. Like I don't even see. I plan, him. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he's there. Guys. I just don't ever see him. I plan to ask. I'm going to ask about these guys today on on Sports Talk and see what I can get. So. And you know Stone is still coaching first base. Like I don't know what's going on there. Tommy John or got injured in uh, March of 2022. It is yes. March of 2024, and he's still not pitching. I, I don't know that he's ever going to pitch at this point. I don't know what's going on, man. I, I hope to I hope see him so. because he's you know he's worked his tail off. Yeah, to try I to want get him back, but we'll see. Last one, Sheldon Nations. If you could only bring one back, who would you pick? Heath Ledger or Philip Seymour Hoffman? This is a really easy question for me because I pick Heath Ledger because I want another Batman Joker movie. Yes. Can you imagine what that franchise would have been? Yeah, if they could have brought him back for another one. Yeah, it would have been incredible. So, or if they could they could put Heath Ledger in the new the new movies the the Batman with with Robert Pattinson. I think he'd be fantastic. But is what it is. So. Who who is going to are they going to continue that the Batman? Yeah, the second one should be out next year. I think. Is there a Joker in it? I think it's going to be Mr. Freeze. Okay. We haven't seen another Mr. Freeze. They really want to do a movie. They want to try to stay away from the Joker for as long as they can. You got to get to him eventually, right? Because he's in the first one. Like He has that one scene. I would love to see um, Joaquin Phoenix in another Joker movie. See, I haven't. There is a a Joker, too, coming out this year. With him? Yeah. And Lady Gaga is Harley Quinn. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. But the problem with that is this, and I've said this before. If you watch the the Joker movie, mm-hmm. that guy is not smart enough to be yeah, a he's, criminal Yeah, he's just kind of like a mentally ill. Yeah, he's just crazy person who killed a few people. And he's like, I think you have to set it up as like he sparks the movement that the the the, the real Joker. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. I how think they're. Gonna... I think that's kind of what they're doing. Is like yeah. they're I'll they're just see... making him. A... Figurehead. I'll, I'll go see Joker too and see and see what it does. But I love the Batman. I thought it was fantastic. It was really good having 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 not having the Joker in it except for that one scene was really smart. Like the Riddler is a guy, and, and the way they redid the Riddler really worked. Having the Penguin in there, the, I did have one. There was one funny thing about that. They had Colin Farrell. 
play the penguin. Now the penguin is a short, fat, ugly guy, right? Yeah. It shows you the, the the links Hollywood will go to to not actually cast an ugly person. Well, they just made him like just a regular dude. The but penguin he, was the penguin because he looked like a penguin. Yeah, he looked well, yeah, he had the long nose and all that. But like yeah. this one he that was just like a nickname for him, but it is what it is. All right. We will have a lot to talk about on tomorrow's show because we'll be recapping Mississippi State uh, versus Kentucky. Huge game for the Bulldogs. Uh, we'll see if they can get the job done and continue this five-game winning streak uh, against, you know, I, I've been saying it for a while now, this this Calipari team, I, with Calipari, I know they had the big win Saturday, but unless they make a deep run in March, I think this might be it for John Calipari. So this is State's last chance to beat him, to beat. possibly, possibly. Uh, this, this, this Tuesday. We'll see. Guys, have a great uh, Monday. Or back Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.